Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Believe Podcast Network, SoCal Sweat. My name is Ann McDaniels, a former NFL cheerleader and product manager turned actress and model who dreams of being a UFC fighter. Yow. Learning strategies to help motivate others leads me to bring you interviews each week from a range of athletes, experts in fitness and nutrition, and so much more. Thanks for listening to Believe, the number one podcast for working professionals, and let's push our endorphins to higher performance through SoCal Sweat. This is your host, Ann McDaniels, and thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Believe SoCal Sweat podcast. Now, I hate to tell you, sir, but your butt is dead. <laughs> All joking aside, this is a real medical issue. And although this conjures up hilarious pictures of like, what do you mean I have a dead butt? It's like rounded and perfect and ready to go. Well, it's a real medical issue, my friends. And America is suffering at great length due to this dead butt or sleepy butt syndrome. Well, what is it, you may ask? Actually, it's called gluteal amnesia. As we all know, the gluteus maximus and minimus and medius is your butt muscle. Gluteal, meaning butt. Amnesia means forgetting. So it's funny, but it's actually gluteal amnesia, or dead butt or sleepy butt syndrome. And it really is no laughing matter. It's a problem that can onset without direct pain or injury and progresses slowly over time, usually without a person even knowing that it's actually happening. And in a lot of cases, this makes the problem difficult to recognize until it's already causing pain and functional limitations. Gluteal amnesia is usually a secondary manifestation of a combination of issues with body mechanics that results in reduced strength, limited mobility, and balance issues. Well, then how do you know if you have gluteal amnesia? One way practitioners pronounce a butt dead is with the Trendlinburg test. This is a physical exam in which a person lifts one leg in front of them while standing. If the pelvis dips down on the side of the body where the leg is lifted, that in itself indicates weakness in the gluteus medius on the opposite side. The curve in a person's back can also suggest gluteal amnesia. While the lumbar spine or the lower back should naturally form an S shape, more extreme curvature may signal that the hip flexors are so tight that they're pulling the spine forward. There are so many sedentary people in our country. And with about 50% of the workforce sitting at their desks and even working from home, this is, ca- this is causing a lot of issues for everybody. This marks a tug of war on your body. And over time, a sedentary lifestyle can cause your hip flexors to tighten and the gluteal muscles to lengthen, which leads to that inefficient muscle activation. Both muscles need to shorten and lengthen in an opposing fashion. And this doesn't mean that your butt is actually dead. The term is just symbolic. Your muscles are obviously still there. It's more that they're not activating efficiently. Such this death of the muscles or deconditioning occurs far more quickly than the time required to reverse the effects. It causes symptoms elsewhere. Some people with dead butt syndrome feel discomfort in places far from the namesake spot. That's because again, physically speaking, everything is connected. And because our body is so connected, tight hip flexors can trigger back pain. And then, weak glutes or weak butt 
can cause balance issues as well as knee and foot pain. Now, I'm just strictly talking about the muscles in the butt, not that you have a weak butt, <laughs> in other terms. Now, dead butt syndrome doesn't only affect people that are sedentary. This actually hits athletes as well, and even ballet dancers, for example. They're not always activating the right muscles to do these very high-level activities. And it's really great to incorporate squats and leg lifts into your workout, which can help. But also performing with proper body mechanics is key as well. So it's always very important to maintain proper form with everything you do. Squats, lunges, deadlifts, what have you. And this can all be prevented. A simple way is to get your little buns moving, or large buns, however you prefer to refer to your buns. Set a timer on your phone and every hour Try to get up and walk around or go up and down a flight of stairs. Again, people who are at their desk or sitting in their cars all day, again, LA, during the day should do regular glute squeezes and hamstring stretches while seated. These simple steps can help lengthen tight areas, stimulate blood flow to warm up the tissues and wake up a dead butt. I wanna share a personal example. I shattered my femur and my arm in January of 2020. I'm still in recovery, but even when I was in the hospital for emergency surgeries and when I was getting out of the hospital, or just actually there for about two weeks sitting in the hospital rehabilitation rooms, I was always squeezing my glute muscles no matter what because I needed my body to stay toned. And I knew I'd be laying down for a long, 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 long time. And I'm still in recovery. But my dad got on the phone with me and said, you squeeze those glutes. That's because he's into physical education, is a football coach, and knows all about health. He's also published three books on football and physical endurance, activity, and muscular strength. So yes, you can bet I was squeezing those glutes to the tune of beats in my own head in the hospital room. Call me crazy, but to me, it was psychological. So that's just something you can do at your desk or in the car, to squeeze your glutes. And you'll kind of bounce up and down. People may look at you strangely, but you know you've got a tight butt. No dead butt syndrome for you. No, sir. Never for you. How can we combat dead butt syndrome? What are some easy things we can do? Well, it's most important to get up and move at least five minutes per hour. Sometimes we get really involved in a project and we just, we don't even remember to go to the bathroom. We just sit there and, you know, get uncomfortable until we have to run and do something, but it's even more important now that you know this to get up and move at least five minutes per hour. And plus, it's just nice to get up and get some fresh air. And if you're in the creative process of doing a project, you can clear your mind and walk around and you might come up with a great idea. The movement doesn't have to be vigorous or lengthy, but you can actually incorporate some jumping jacks or squats during those five minutes. It's about consistency. The more we move throughout the day, the better it is for your health. And instead of sitting at your desk, start pacing while taking your phone calls. I know that I always put my earbuds in and try to walk, again, recovering from broken leg, walk as much as I can walk while taking the calls. Plus, it actually makes you more alert when you're talking to the person. Practice proper posture while sitting. Sometimes we bend over our desks and our stomachs are not engaged. And we're just kind of slumped over, especially when we're working on a project quite diligently. So when you're sitting, that means your elbows should be bent at a 90 degree angle and your hips should also be at a 90 degree angle. 
including your knees. So you should all be facing forward at a 90 degree angle. Try to keep both feet level on the floor versus sitting cross-legged or with one hip in front of the other. And that will keep your hips more properly aligned. You may have noticed sometimes if you are sitting and you're maybe cross-legged or your legs are on a bed and you're on your laptop, sometimes your legs can go numb. And then when you sit up, your hip will give out or it's just like it's pins and needles. So this is another reason why not to do that. So work on proper posture. And I always try to make sure that, you know, even if I'm working out of my home, I set up various different desks. Um, I will go to the, to the bar area. I'll have like six different desks in my area, different tables. Sometimes I'll even put my laptop on my bed and I have a very highly elevated bed. So I will actually stand on one leg and put the other leg up on the bed and stretch that while I'm working on my laptop. That's just a suggestion. Not everybody wants to be at a, in a ballet pose or um, Gumby or uh, Cirque du Soleil while they work on their computers, but I find that that helps me relieve lower back strain and also moving desks and just varying up postures, especially for myself and recovery, really does help. Um, and also stretch every day, even when it's unrelated to your workout. Target the front of your body, your chest, shoulders, and hips, which can chronically shorten while sitting. And you don't want to be short. You want to lengthen those muscles to make yourself long and lean. And do these two moves for at least two minutes or one minute per leg. The half kneeling hip stretch and the marching glute bridge. Incorporate these into your day and your butt will be good to go. I'll go over more exercises later in this podcast. But let's just say that you do have DBS or dead butt syndrome. The proper treatment for dead butt syndrome, especially if you're an athlete and incurred some of these injuries and it's really causing great pain in the lower back, will depend on how far it has progressed and also your physical activity goals and needs. If you're a runner, trying to get back on track as soon as possible, you want to work closely with a sports medicine specialist to return safely. Any injury, whether you're a weightlifter, a bodybuilder, a runner, CrossFit, this can happen quite often in CrossFit, or anything you do. You want to do what a lot of athletes do, and we this is kind of our go-to, which is the RICE method, and that is rest, ice, compression, and elevation. So with rest, staying off your feet as much as possible, ice, putting ice on constantly to reduce pain and swelling with an ice pack or cold compress. I know all too well every single day of my life right now that I swell with my knee and my and my leg. And if I didn't put ice on it, even though it's really uncomfortable, I hate putting ice on myself. It's freezing. It's annoying. Sometimes, like, I'll use different ice packs and it'll drip. I mean, I usually have the, the athletic ones, but I'll, I'll reduce it. I'll try to mix it up because sometimes some of them are colder. That will really reduce the pain and swelling in that area. Compression. Wrapping a sore knee or back may be advisable, but consult your doctor. You never know what to compress. Ask them first before you push down on something and possibly create more pain or injury. And finally, elevation. Keeping your leg or legs up to be well supported while supporting your lower back, glutes, what have you. But you know, it's not just the sedentary people, as I said again, it's also athletes. Um, In some serious cases, physical therapy or massage therapy could be necessary and part of that physical therapy would be flexibility and strengthening that you can do at home and keep in mind that you want mobility exercises because 
You're gonna take groceries out of the car. You're gonna pick up your children. You're gonna make your bed. You're gonna cook dinner. All of these things, including like taking something in and out of the stove or leaning down to put something in and out of the refrigerator. This all affects our mobility. So making sure that we have the proper posture, the stretching and the tightening and walking around staying physically fit and mobile is really gonna help us into our later life because we don't wanna be in our 80s and 90s sedentary with osteoporosis and weak butt muscles. We wanna have good bubble butts all the way into our 90s and 100s. But besides the physicality, let's be motivated to do this with our everyday life so that we can have longevity, increase mobility, and enjoy a higher quality of life. If you are experiencing great pains, especially from an injury with dead butt syndrome, you can certainly take over-the-counter medications. You can take acetaminophen, which is Tylenol, or a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug, or NSAIDs such as aspirin, ibuprofen, these would be Advil or Motrin, and naproxen, which is Aleve and Naproxen. These can all help the pain symptoms of DBS, or dead butt syndrome. Now what else can we do to combat these terrible symptoms of a long gluteus maximus? Well, besides getting up and walking around, when you're at your desk all day, you can also take the stairs. Maybe go walk around the neighborhood, one block. Just take five minutes away from your desk to stretch, and that's an also another important thing. Get up and just stretch, squeeze the glutes. Again, squeezing the glutes and maintaining proper posture will get you so much further when you're trying to prevent DBS. And when you work out, don't forget to target that booty. These are squats, bridges, you can do lying down leg lifts, which are a great move to add to your routine. You start on one left leg and do the other right leg. You lift with your big toe pointed towards the ceiling and then towards the floor. This angle will isolate the gluteus medius and minimus muscles the most. So you'll feel it within the inner thigh and on the outside with 10 to 15 lifts of each leg. To add more resistance, add a band or put an ankle weight or just rest a dumbbell on your leg for extra resistance so that'll increase that strength. Above all, the best way to avoid gluteal amnesia is to mix up your daily routine and set in an exercise balls. This is also another great kind of desk area that you can set up. And when you're sitting on those exercise balls, that obviously you know increases your core strength and you can kind of bounce up and down, squeeze your glutes, and I always like to incorporate calf raises. So you're constantly getting that blood flowing and moving. But whatever you do, just don't allow your body to get into a repetitive circle of sitting all day long without a break. Plus, it's good for our mental psyche as well. And also, who doesn't want to get up and get a snack? I mean, let's face it, that in itself will make one want to get up and walk around. The refrigerator, get something to drink, get something else to drink, and sit down at your desk for the more creative process. No, I don't suggest that. Not while you're at work anyway, on a Zoom call. Now I'm gonna proceed by giving you six exercises to do to really alleviate dead butt syndrome and also just strengthen your glutes, hamstrings, and your core. These are so important for not only dead butt syndrome and prevention, but also for overall mobility. And I wanna also preface this by, by again reminding you guys, resistance training and maintaining proper form is extremely important. Always hold in the core, make sure that your, your knees and your legs and your feet 
are proper distance apart, especially when doing a deadlift or squats, or even jump squats, because these can be very dangerous, incur injury, and you'll be out for a long time. Trust me, I know. So what are some of the six exercises? And I'll put these in the notes below as well so you can get a better idea. Number one is the glute bridge. And the glute bridge will help you activate and strengthen your glutes before you even work out. You lie on the floor with your back on the ground and your arms at your sides. Bend your knees so that your feet are flat on the ground. Squeeze your glutes, lift your back and butt off the floor and into the air. Now make sure you're fully engaged and that your glutes are not relying on any other muscles like your legs to lift your body. You come up and you squeeze. And you can even add certainly different exercises where you come up halfway, go down, come up all the way, and then squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. That will really help and also give you a tight butt. So it just really benefits all parties. Number two is the crab walk. Now for this exercise, and make sure that you use a yoga mat or something when you lay on the floor. And you can do this right next to your desk. You can get up, walk around, and then maybe do these exercises before returning to your project at your desk. Now for the crab walk, you may want to use a resistance band that you can actually put on your hips, thighs, or even around your ankles. But you begin standing in a half squat position with your feet hips width apart with a band again around your ankles or your thighs. Take a step towards your right so that your feet are now wider than your hips. Follow with your left foot so that you're walking back and forth to the left and the right, squeezing your glutes with each step. And make sure again you're in the half squat position or even if you're not able to do the half squat position, maybe you have bad knees, just do it standing up. And if you don't have a resistance band, that's okay. Just be sure that you are aware that your glutes need to engage. So squeeze them on each crab walk. So again, it's from the left and to the right, engaging the core and engaging the hips. Now the third one is a squat with side leg lift. And this is exactly as it sounds. This exercise will fire up your glutes and especially target the gluteus medius, which is where we want to concentrate. Again, the butt has three different muscles, maximus, medius, and minimus. It also works your balance and the standing leg as you do the side leg lift. So start standing with your feet as wide as your hips, just like before. Bend your knees and perform a squat, reaching your glutes back as if you're sitting in a chair. So really engage that core, really engage those glutes. As you stand, press down through the left foot as you lift the right leg out to the right. So you're basically coming up and going to the lateral side with your opposite leg. You feel the outside of the right hip tighten as you lift. So again, you are strengthening that outer butt, which is the gluteus medius. And when you want to create that round shape, besides just the fact that this is a mobility issue, you get more well-rounded roundness, if you will, in all areas, not just the upper part, the side part, or the back part, but the entire gluteus maximus. You feel that again on that outside of that hip, and then you lower down into a standing position, squat down again, and repeat. You could do about 20 to 30 on each side, and that would really engage your glutes, your hamstrings, and your core. Next is the clam. Again, this can kind of raise some humor here. The dead butt with a clam, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's dirty and, you know, it all works, but let's, let's, yes, I have the humor too, <laughs> but moving on. Um, the clam targets the gluteus medius again, and will also help your hip stabilization and range of motion. You lie down on your left side with your left forearm resting on the floor. Bend both your knees in front of you. 
and with your feet tightly glued together. Keep the bottom leg on the floor while lifting the top into the air, opening your hips. It should look like a clam, hence the name. That would activate your right glute. And after 10 repetitions or 15, 20, whatever you'd like to do, lie on your right side and repeat that same process. Make sure you're not involving other muscles, like relying on your, like your arm or shoulder or lower back. Because if you make it easier for yourself, you're not engaging those glutes, those thighs, and that lower back. So, and if you also want to add some resistance, put a band on there or put a weight on your, on your leg that will add resistance and make you stronger. Next is the fire hydrant. This is, looks like a fire hydrant, basically like a dog if they were going to go to the bathroom on a fire hydrant. It exactly emulates this exercise. So this also also targets the gluteus medium, medius where we want to target. You start on all fours with your knees beneath and your hips and hands beneath your shoulders. Your knees should be bent at 90 degrees. You lift your right leg out towards the right side of your body, just like a dog peeing on a fire hydrant. And that's why, again, this exercise gets the name. You can repeat this motion 10, 20, 15 times, whatever you'd like to do. And make sure you squeeze that butt at the top of the motion. So you can go back and forth if you'd like. You can do 10 on each side, 10 on each side. And then you can also add a different exercise where you bring it halfway, bring it down, bring it all the way up and bring it down. Um, I sometimes like to use just one arm and put a weight on that other leg and then just adding more resistance or adding a band. And finally, the last one, which is really great, especially around your desk on a mat, would be the donkey kick. And this is the same position as if you were gonna do the fire hydrant. So you're on all fours, everything should be at 90 degree angles. Again, knees at 90 degree angles and your hands should be directly under your shoulders. And in the same fire hydrant type position, if you will, you begin on all fours like that same move. You keep your knee bent and your foot flexed. You lift your right leg until your thigh is parallel with the floor and you are stamping the ceiling with your right leg. So if you picture a donkey, a donkey kick, they're on all fours and they actually kick behind them and kick up to the sky. That again will engage your gluteus medius, which is where we are targeting. Do both legs. Do a variation of different numbers. Repeat 10 times and then switch legs and repeat. When performing this exercise, it's important to make sure you're not relying on your quads. So make sure you engage your core and engage your glutes. This will really help you. And if you engage other muscles, it'll just take away from what you're trying to do. So really focus on squeezing your glutes as you raise the heel towards the ceiling. And I promise you, if you do these exercises, get up and stretch, get up and walk around, take the stairs, Try to get movement in for five minutes every 60 minutes while you're being sedentary and when you go to the gym and when you work out. And it would just be walks. When you do lunges, when you do squats, when you do CrossFit, when you do deadlifts and you're adding resistance, always make sure to maintain proper form. It is the most important thing because we can go through the motions and do everything that we'd like, but it doesn't really do anything for us. I mean, I'm sure we've seen these people at the gym who just have like, it's almost like dorky and goofy. They're, they have these, this terrible improper form and they're rushing through the exercise like just to get it done. And like, what are you actually doing? You have to engage, you have to feel. And I always try to keep myself mindful. So if I'm doing squats or if I'm doing even arm curls, any kind of exercise, it's the mind-body connection. And I can feel my body doing exactly the exercise that I wanted to do. 
I never felt this in control of mind-body connection, but ever since I broke my leg and my arm, I'm definitely more in tune with how my body works. And God, I hope I start getting better. Oh my God, people, it's crazy. You feel like never again will I take anything for granted phys physically because being an athlete and being able to work out every day is literally a privilege. And if we are always sedentary, we really take away from the quality of life. We want to go into our great golden years with longevity and vigor and energy and passion. And living in Southern California, I see so many of these people in that age group walking, running. It's unbelievable how great they stay in shape. And again, also, this is about diet. So always try to maintain a proper, you know, well-balanced diet and drink a lot of water. So I hope you guys actually got something out of this today. And again, it's dead butt syndrome or sleepy butt syndrome. And none of us want a sleepy butt. I mean, again, all joking aside, this is a medical issue. And I want all of you to maintain proper health and a wonderful quality of life. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of SoCal Sweat. I really do appreciate you guys for listening. And I just, again, I can't tell you enough. I love talking about health, especially when I'm in recovery. It just makes me happy. And um, thank you again for listening and for all of your support. I really appreciate you guys. Thank you. We appreciate you for listening. And please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can also listen on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Luminary, Tuned In, or at Believe.com. You can reach out to me for any questions or topics you'd like covered on the show at Ann McDaniels or at Ann McDaniels Actress. And I'll see you next time on So Cow Sweet. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.